Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the CrossFit Bath podcast. Uh, this week, we're very happy to have Hat Hewitt on with us, who many may know from Map Online. And if you don't know what that is, well, keep listening and you'll find out. Uh, Hat, how are you? Hi, I'm really good. Thank you. Thanks for asking me on. That's right. I feel bad asking how you are because I know that you've just had a really stressful period <laughs> before getting on. But, you know, it's kind of a default question now, isn't it? So how, before we get into to talking about you and your your background in in sport and then in CrossFit and then uh, what Map Online is, if people don't know, uh, I mean, really you you more than anyone know how important it is to warm up. So warm up questions for a podcast make a lot of sense to me. So a few simple questions for you. The first one is peanut butter, crunchy or smooth? I hate peanut butter. Peanut butter. Oh, it, do you know what? it's it's I'm happy just to have a nice change from crunchy for a while it's been <laughs> crunchy for like the last 10 so it's nice it's nice to have a change always hated it or is that just yeah never liked it um not a fan of peanut butter at all in any capacity I'll, if I have to eat a nut butter I'll eat almond butter but I'm not fast now I know you've got a dog does the dog get peanut butter <laughs> um no no she doesn't she'll eat everything though but I'm not sure if she'll eat peanut butter because then I could have followed up crunch or smooth for the dog. <laughs> uh, this is a question that Fen asked. What is your favourite snack? Cereal. Cereal. Oh, have you got a go-to cereal? It would probably be either Cocoa Pops or Crunchy Nut. Nice. I'm so I'm so happy to hear that. <laughs> if you'd come out with some very sort of niche and no, super high-protein cereal, I'd have just you know, <laughs> stick with the classics. That's yeah. what I like to hear. What is your favourite lift? in crossfit um, probably the front squat yeah mm -hmm. i mean that that ties in with your mobility there doesn't it that's yeah just you, that's just so. you showing off i think yeah i just have always found it quite a comfortable position to be in um and i feel like i can use a bit more yeah like you say my mobility allows a better range for that position than a personally for me than a back squat so i just yeah i really enjoy it that's i i don't know what i was expecting i don't think i was expecting that but now that we've broken it down I probably should have been expecting sense, that. Yeah. Do you have a favorite gymnastic movement? Yeah. Uh, oh, God, actually, I, I would all, always used to have said a handstand push up, but I love handstand push ups, chest to bar, and toes to bar. So I couldn't probably pick a, a number one out of those three. So it's pretty much depending on whether or not there's a rig available. Yeah. <laughs> and a pull up yeah. bar. No pull up bar, you get a wall, could knock out some yeah, handstand exactly. push ups. Bit of a mix. What would be the title of your autobiography? If we don't bend, we break. Oh, that's very, I mean, these are all very on brand. I really yeah. like them. I feel like that applies to a lot of my life. Um, I think that the more adaptable you are, the better you are to just surviving and managing and actually making the most out of the situation you're in. Yeah. Oh, so I, I kind of want to read the book now, to be honest with you. <laughs> One there day, we maybe. go. One <laughs> day. Well, you know what's happened? There's this big trend in Hollywood at the moment, isn't there? That these books become movies, a lot of these biopics. Yeah. So when they eventually turn this book into a movie, <laughs> this is a question I ask all first time guests. Don't worry. Who would play you in a film? God, I don't know. When I was younger, people would say I sort of looked a bit like Drew Barrymore, maybe. So could be that. Could be her. Let's go with it. Why not? Uh, and, and this is also a. I've, what I've found asking this question is we quite often uh, bend the, the laws of time and space in order to get people in. So no problem. If you want a younger or an older version of Drew Barrymore, we can do that. We can do that. It's it's 
absolutely fine. I'm feeling nice and warm. I hope you are warmed up as well, uh, Hat. So now to get into the real, the real meat of the podcast. So you've obviously created Map Online. Perhaps just very briefly, we will come back to it. Don't worry, but very briefly, just for anyone who you know thinks this is some kind of GPS system, what is Map Online? It is a mobility subscription. Um, it costs five ninety nine a month. And it can be done absolutely anywhere. It is based um, from a website, which can be downloaded and used similarly to an app. Um, and it also has a Facebook group, which um, where I do live movement flows as well. So it's a mobility subscription, not just for CrossFitters, but it started out as that. Um, and now it can be used by anyone, whether you're an athlete or not. So that is what Map Online is. And as a not athlete. <laughs> I can attest to that. So that, that's really good. <laughs> so before we go into kind of what you know, what started this and what's behind it and, and why we should all really be doing, if not this, at least something like this, but mm -hmm. maybe ideally for you this, I guess we'd just like to know a little bit about you. Uh, and you know, you're obviously the person behind this. So let, let's get to know you a little bit better. I know I've heard you on another podcast, so I kind of know the answer to some of these questions but it was a while ago so I might have forgotten but I know you have a background in sports way before CrossFit yeah so what was that and what kind of sport were you doing and uh, and that might help us understand why things like mobility and flexibility yeah. and so on were very um, important so my I suppose I would have only said I really got into sport from the age of about nine and um, I was quite a chubby kid so my mum made me start swimming to just get healthy and lose some weight. Um, so like proper lane swimming club for club. Um, and then I also did gymnastics from when I was really little. I was like three or four, not to any high standard at all, but to the, um, I could do like vault and floor pieces and stuff. Um, and that's probably where I realized I was super flexible. So when I was really, really little, my mum basically found out I was hypermobile. Um, so obviously gymnastics was something that was good for me as was swimming because you need to be pretty flexible for both those things then when I got to secondary school I uh, started playing things like hockey um, netball tennis like just all sorts all sorts of sports and then through university I started playing rugby um, and then I was um, scouted to play for the Irish rugby team I never actually got capped because I broke my arm pretty severely in a trial game um, but I was in the squad for two seasons and then I played also alongside that period in my life I was playing for Saracens women um, so I played for them for I think it was four or five seasons and that was the crossover from rugby to CrossFit um, I sort of started when CrossFit Watford as it was known as CrossFit Verulam began I was still playing rugby to that premiership standard and then as CrossFit started to become more interesting to me and I started to improve and see the changes in my body and stuff I just started investing more time in CrossFit than I did rugby and that's how that sort of crossed over yeah that that's not the first time I've heard a, kind of a very similar sort of sort of uh, oh I started doing CrossFit to improve in my yeah my focus sport we could say yeah. and then I just found I was enjoying CrossFit a little bit more than than mm. the sport that I'd been doing CrossFit to get better at uh, so how long so, so how long ago was this how long have you been doing CrossFit um, so I've been doing CrossFit for nearly seven years this summer. Um, so obviously for the first two of those, three, nearly three, I was still playing rugby as my main sport. But I started competing in CrossFit within the first year of starting it, basically because there would be 
it's very different now, I suppose, six years ago. But there'd be like people that I knew that my, for example, my rugby coach was in a team for Cross at Wickham and he was like, oh, we're missing a girl. Can you just come and compete for us? I'll be like, yeah, right, whatever. Like, what have I got to do? Um, and because I'm from an athletic and competitive background, I wasn't necessarily scared of it. I was just like, okay, well, what's the worst that can happen? I play a contact sport. I'm used to beating my body up kind of thing. And that's how I got into it so quickly. Whereas I think a lot of people now start CrossFit and maybe wouldn't compete for some years before they thought they were ready. I sort of just jumped in at the deep end, I guess. And that's how it how I got into it so quickly, I guess. Yeah, it's sort of, um, I guess when you come in just for health and fitness and then maybe competing is it's something in the distance there's no push or drive to perhaps master certain skills or certain yeah. movement. you know i think talking with um tom from chalky <clears throat> fitness he was saying like there's certain skills he can do he can demo them but he's not putting them into his workout he's not practicing them very much but i think if you're if you've got that drive like well i'm going to be on this team and who knows if this movement comes up i need i don't want to be the weak link yeah. it does push you that you know it, it's, it's a different like mentality towards your training isn't it but as you said you you're coming from that background yeah whereas I on the other hand I'm coming from the opposite background (laughs) (laughs) I'm just happy to be there yeah (laughs) fair enough so obviously I mean you you said you you've mentioned that you injured yourself quite badly um playing rugby and Mm -hmm. I imagine that your rugby days uh you know we often talk in in CrossFit about kind of looking after ourselves and self-care and you know, you're putting your body through a lot, so you need to to recovery is key. Mm-hmm. I would imagine even more so, as you said, in a contact sport where you're really pushing yourself. So is that where the kind of recovery piece and mobility and so on was introduced, or did that come along with the CrossFit? It actually, I would say, came along with the CrossFit. I suppose um, I never really considered that I was doing specific recovery work, but I would always stretch. I think just from being mobile, from gymnastics background and enjoying being flexible, it was always something I just did in my training anyway. And then as I introduced CrossFit into my training and then I coached CrossFit from very early on, it was something I was I realised was really essential if you wanted to be good at CrossFit as a sport. Um, I also realised it was essential for people that came in from, let's say, a desk job, had never really trained before. And they were trying to squat and it just looked like a good morning. And I was like, hang on, that, that's not right. Like what are we needing to work on here. So my brain just naturally went to gravitated towards moving and understanding why we needed to move a certain way in order to get the results we'd want, whether that be competitively or just health and sort of strength wise that you'd need just for your body to be able to move to, let's say, pick your kid off the floor. So because I was already trained, I just finished my master's as a sports therapist. I obviously had that knowledge anyway of rehab and movement work and stuff. And then the CrossFit actually developed that, I think, where if I just stuck with playing rugby, I'm not sure if I would have moved down this whole movement route necessarily. I maybe would have stayed more on the rehab route of of my sort of um, qualification as a therapist. It's interesting. I I think people often mention that kind of, when you start doing CrossFit, you become so much more aware of your body in general. Mm. And, and I guess, yeah, as you said, linking that up with the, the, you know, the life experience you already had, the education you'd gone through, and then being in that situation, because uh, were you coaching at this time? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's not just that you were there doing a workout, and you're like looking over at the guy next to you going, that looks like a good morning not a squat. You were coaching, you're observing their movements and noticing these, these patterns. 
I mean, that sets up, I guess, when you kind of analyze all of that, you then making the jump to, well, let's create something to help people. You know, it, it's quite, it's quite a logical progression. We've yeah, gone through. Exactly. This, it doesn't seem so strange. Yeah. But I guess then what was the spark that made you just think, you know what, I could, I could do something here. I could, could create this platform. Um, the platform is my partners, <laughs> like my partners pushing me and backing me and telling me that I wasn't, I could help more people than just those that were in our gym. Um, I started teaching mobility classes in our gym in the first year we opened. That was nearly six and a half years ago. Um, and she was like, why, like, you need to get this out there. You need to help more people. Like people are coming to you through Instagram, coming to you via email and Skype and asking for this one-on-one help. Like you need, you need to do something that gets this information out there to more people. I'd have people approach me at competitions when I'm about to go on the competition floor, like, oh, I've got this pain in my shoulder. And when I squat, I can't do this. Like, can you help me? And yeah, it was her saying, back yourself like what you can do for people and how you can help people is massive and you're limiting yourself to the 150 people we come that come to CrossFit Watford so this whole idea started with a very small Facebook group which people from the gym paid 5.99 for and they would like why are you not offering this to anyone else like this is invaluable like this is worth every penny and Charlie basically said right you're doing it now launching this Facebook group promote it in your Instagram let's go and I was like oh okay and it was just like this click press the button oh what am I doing I don't know what I'm doing she was like you've got six years ten years of, of knowledge you've got a master's you've got a BSc like back yourself you know what you're talking about and then <laughs> I think within the first month I had 50 members I was like wow this is pretty cool look fast forward on what 16 months and I've got over 1500 members I've got people like you asking me to be on a podcast I cannot believe I didn't do it sooner but I am just so overwhelmed with like the support it's had with the changes I've seen in people's movement the positive feedback especially since lockdown obviously it's just massive and that just came from that one day where Charlie said to me put your Facebook group live <laughs> and there you go I mean, it's incredible. As you say, you can, you can look back and be like, oh, I should have done this a long time ago. No, but yeah. I mean, even just looking forward and be like, well, look, I, I think you've kind of mentioned again when, I, when I've heard you speak before that it was, yeah, it, it almost seems bad to say like a silver lining to lockdown. But the fact that people were stuck at home and we, I mean, I, I know on, on this podcast, we talked a lot about like just making different, changes to your goals and so like your if your goal is to snatch a certain weight and you're not in the gym and you're not getting to practice a snatch and you don't have access to a barbell it doesn't mean you can't work towards that goal just change the way you work towards that goal improve your mobility in the catch mm -hmm. and so so it is understandable that probably a lot of people at home were sort of setting little goal, well if i'm stuck at home all day i might as well you know do this or do that yeah. i think you've mentioned people working at a desk and that yeah. like at least maybe in the past they were like well but I walk to work and then I work at a desk and now it's like well now yeah. I walk to the living Absolutely. room and then I work at a desk mm -hmm. I, I I have to put it out there that we do have obviously Sam has come on the podcast but we have some wonderful coaches that know about mobility as well mm -hmm. and they provide incredible mobility particularly in the class yeah um, and you know we do I, I think that the coaching in Bath reflects how important this is but speaking to the members one of the things is that it's just like we want to do more don't we that's yeah. the problem and, that's it. and we're always looking for for ways to you know as you said if somebody's 
you know, if I'm working all day at a desk, which I'm not, but if somebody is working all day at a desk, they're probably thinking maybe, do you know what, I'd like to do it in the morning, in the evening, mm-hmm. at lunch. Whereas mm-hmm. someone else might be, oh, I'm working, you know, I'm on my feet all day, I'm moving around, but mm-hmm. before bed, it's really nice just to stretch everything out. Exactly. So, so if if anyone does, I mean, we've mentioned it's a Facebook group. So what exactly, well, it's a Facebook group and a website. So what exactly will people find on on map if they if they want to check it out uh, what what do they kind of get access to so you get unlimited access basically to what i call flows um and they vary in length from sort of eight minutes up to 30 minutes um some of them use a lacrosse ball which allows you to do some self-release work which is obviously hugely helpful at the moment because therapists and so forth aren't really working so it mostly i would say the main like bonus of it is it's teaching you how you should A, move and B, look after the movement that you should you should naturally have in your joints. Whereas some apps or some coaches or whatever might just be like, you're going to stretch, you're going to do this for this amount of time and there you go, you're ready to go. What I'm offering with Matt is I'm explaining to you why you're doing it, how it works, what it's going to benefit you for, whether you're a CrossFit tone you want to snatch or you're sitting at home all day at your desk and you've got an achy back because you're sitting on a bench, for example. What it is, is it's allowing you to, A, it gives you the accountability of me doing these flows. You you sort of signing in with your login and clicking on a flow that's been uploaded that day. People comment on them so you can then check the comments. What has it covered or what's been useful in that flow? Obviously, the, the more people that join, the more that like and comment on the videos, the easier it is for new people coming into the setup because they see like the most liked video or the most used video, whatever it might be. With your in the Facebook group, you will also have a Q&A option. So you can ask certain things like I get this niggle when I do this. What could it be or what flow should I focus on? I have various other performance based videos in there, like how to achieve your pistol or how you should improve range for a single arm dumbbell overhead squat. So a lot more CrossFit functional videos are also accessible if you're in the Facebook group. So that's obviously an optional bonus for no extra cost. Um, So you can you can work just fine with using the website or if you want the extra bonus of what I've just explained, you can obviously ask to join the group as well. I, I was trying to think about it, like the, the difference, because there are so many, I mean, I can go on YouTube and just watch a random video if I want about yeah. it. And, you know, I can say, well, that's free, or I can sign up for one of the various apps or platforms mm-hmm. that, that also, uh, and when I say I can do that, I've done that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, I know I can do that. Um, <laughs> And I, I've only very recently, as in yesterday, signed up to Map. So um, I, I don't have a lot of experience with it. I will have some questions for you, maybe about certain things. But you, you've just picking up on some of the things you've mentioned just now, like talking you through the movement, is kind of one of the things that, yes, like as I said, I'll, I'll just pull Sam in as an example. So when mm-hmm. Sam's run mobility drills for us at uh, bar for the bridge that's one of the things he does he'll talk you through like this is what you're doing and this is how it should feel and this is why you're doing it and i didn't realize how much i'd missed that having just been using an app where i'm basically mimicking uh, an image or a a little video that i can see and i'm Mm -hmm. kind of like i think this is more or less the right position yeah And, and i quite often click on like the this is probably giving away too much about which app it is. I'll click on the, the stimulus thing just to check that like I'm feeling it in the right areas and it's all, which is fine. I'm happy mm-hmm. to do it, but it's a little bit awkward. I, mm. So when, when I was doing the the flow, the, the one I've done so far on map, 
and you're explaining like so you're, you're putting your head down to your chin and you're going to feel each vertebrae and i'm like oh, okay i can feel that now mm -hmm. i get it that's i'm doing this right so i really like, appreciate that uh, and now that i've actually spoken to you it's like oh i even know the person talking to me which, yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is nice because i have thought at times who are these people in some yeah. of these apps <laughs> i yeah. do want the other thing I think is interesting is when I think about why I do CrossFit and again, you know, I wasn't joking when I said I'm the opposite of you. I'm not competitive in, in any sense of the word. I'm, a, you know, a very average and loose of the word average mm -hmm. athlete. What I love about CrossFit is that, you know, somebody thinks for me they create an interesting workout that's always different or when it is the same it's a good opportunity to see if i've improved i like that if i don't turn up for a couple of sessions when i do turn up there will be questions as to yeah. where i was and mm -hmm. why i wasn't there uh, i like that if i'm if i see a, a absolutely brutal workout on mm -hmm. the app and i know oh you know 50 warbles my my nemesis <laughs> i I can expect messages through the day from people I train with saying, have you seen yeah. warbles? You better be there. Don't chicken out. And all of that combined is why I've been able to keep doing CrossFit for years versus any other fitness regime I've had in the past that lasted maybe six months on a, yeah. in a good period. And it's sounding very similar to with the mobility thing. Because if there's one thing that we all start off with and give up on, it is mobility and stretching yeah. <laughs> with all the good intentions in the world like yeah. i'm going to do it every night before bed and then two nights later yeah oh is that and the I time think, i think the main reason for that is a it's usually something that's done on your own so there's no one there that's going oh you didn't show up for your mobility session tonight like you're saying like the wobble workout um and b it doesn't it's it's not particularly in, exciting necessarily for some people it's almost the opposite it's boring or it's painful and the results are typically quite slow so I've listed three things there that are enough to put most people off that's probably why you stopped your other way of exercising because it was boring you didn't have any friends to do it with it wasn't particularly exciting you didn't get immediate results however I think what people have started to notice probably because of lockdown and the more sedentary style lifestyle you don't have a choice you're either going to be rigid in 10 years time because of this lockdown and because of your new lifestyle or you're going to make the most of the situation and you're going to look after your body because you only get one chance at living and I think that more people are being that latter person they're realizing and recognizing that there are easy ways to look after ourselves which don't need a gym which don't need a GP which don't need a magic tablet that's going to make you feel good it's a little bit of self-care it's a little bit of you time and you will always feel better because of it so there are some really easy fixes that can be done and they just need to become habitual rather than taxing. And I, and I just feel like even though we, we know that, the more help we have, mm -hmm. it's, just, it's just easier to do it, isn't it? Because it's, yeah. it's like eating healthy. We all know yeah. what's good and what's bad. And it's yeah. just sometimes that little internal battle and the more help you can have mm -hmm. and you know and doing things like well i just don't buy that food i don't have that food in the house and then i won't eat it it's yeah. all those little tips and tricks in life that kind of get us through mm -hmm. so having friends you know in the group who are going to be saying hey did you do your mobility today no yeah. why not have you not yeah. seen the flow that's up at the moment it's a really good one or i you know i 
even if it's one that they know you've again like you know i'm historically always complaining about my shoulder so somebody's saying hey have you seen the one that's gone on that a lot of stuff for your shoulder be really good for you like that's what you need that's just that motivation to yeah to kind of go, oh yeah you know what i really should get on that i, I mm-hmm. should do that and going back to your other point about it being you know people realizing that's kind of what they need for life i mean we we always go on about crossfit being functional fitness mm-hmm. and this very much highlights the functional side of things because uh, you know again speaking with shacks who does all our programming we, we talk about like do you really need to be able to back squat that much weight like is that functional maybe in as you said in a competition but in life is that fun? but literally being able to bend down and you know tie your shoelaces or pick up your kid or yeah. many of the other things that the majority of us take for granted and we perhaps notice when <laughs> we can't do them yeah but if we don't actively kind of maintain that and even improve on it time will uh, <laughs> will take, take that away from you. us yeah absolutely so a couple of other things and I'll just ask about the platform itself just in case because I, I know I know some already jumped on from CrossFit Buff mm-hmm. uh, not sure about the bridge guys let me know if you're already on that mm-hmm. we'll do it together um, but I know as well that some others were saying oh I'm going to look into this I'm going to going to check it out to which I chimed in with I'll get her on the podcast <laughs> 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 so people are happy about that hopefully um I noticed, for example, when you when you log into the the Facebook group, there's the uh, is it initial nine? Is that what it's called? Yeah, Probably. the first nine. Yeah, first nine. There we go. So, what's that? So that became um, something from one of the members at the gym. Actually, she said, "I'm just going to do a few positions for me. I'm going to post them so you can see them, and basically for me to refer back to and and basically track my progress." I think she did three three or four and I thought mm, I need to do that for the for the members because then they have something their start point and even like I said mobility is usually quite slow process but if you've taken your first pictures when you join maybe in three months you have another look at them and you're like wow I didn't realize I'd improved on this position or that position and so I picked some obvious positions maybe not to someone like yourself or maybe it is I don't know a lot of coaches might notice some of them are quite obvious positions I picked things that um, are very easy for me to screen from not being with you in person um, and very easy to take pictures of yourself at home. You can't really go wrong with any of the positions I've put put people in. So whatever position you might come into, obviously what I'm making you or the pictures of myself that I'm trying to get you guys to mimic are pretty obvious. You don't need a coach there saying, oh, it should look like this or whatever. You just got to try and mimic the picture. So there are nine positions which allow me, you then send them to me. Um, I give you a quick bit of feedback on what areas I think need some work for you. And then that gives you an idea of where to start when you're looking for flows in the app or the Facebook group. So rather than just going in, some people don't send them. Some people are happy just to jump on the lives or just pick a flow that pops up that day. But some people obviously have specific areas they want to work on or had no idea that they needed to work on, which is more often than not. Um, I'm not saying this is because CrossFit coaches are no good and they don't know how to help, but CrossFit coaches aren't necessarily just there to help you guys figure out what joint specifically needs work. They're there to help you get a good workout. They've got 15 plus people in a class, maybe. They can't do that one-to-one specific movement stuff. And so that's something that I thought, well, I can add this in. Yes, it's a bit more time for me, but it adds value to the program and it lets people work specifically on areas for them. They might have no idea where to start. 
And so it gives them a little start point, a little bump in the right direction, and then some accountability to improve on that area. I, re- I really like as well that you were saying, you know, some some people don't send them in. That's that's fine. I, I, I guess that's probably the kind of, you know, I'm not so much a before and after pick kind of guy. That's not my you know, I, I don't really care. I, I I can feel that I'm getting better, which is yeah. which is good, and and that's you know absolutely fine. But I thought it was interesting you're saying that. So like, I know that I have an issue with my shoulder, and it and it's pretty obvious as well. Like, it's it, it's clear. But I wish that was the only area that I would have a problem with. Right. <laughs> so I I know it's not. So having someone else say, well, look, the day that you don't want to just be constantly stretching your shoulder, or you want to do something else. Did you know that this is a problem area? Mm. I'd be like, no, I would have assumed, or or sometimes you even, you're like, oh, I think I've got an issue with my hips. I'm pretty sure my hips are, you know, when I'm in a squat, my hips are really not in line. And then you're saying, actually, your hips are all right. Your ankle is what's throwing out your hips. And you're like, oh, I I didn't know. So I think that kind of just having somebody from the outside looking in going, maybe this is why. Yeah. is is really beneficial so so that's i've got to do it you said it's it's easy enough to mimic the positions i will agree <laughs> with that it's hard to kind of know where to put the camera i found because i was like did a couple then i looked i was like nope these are <laughs> so your best bet is to put your camera up like on the so the screen's facing you so you can obviously see yourself in the screen just put it on video and then just make sure you're in enough space that you can see your whole body side on basically and then just go through the pictures in sequence and then go through the video and just screenshot each pose that's sort of the best that's how I did mine that's probably your quickest way of getting them done that that is how I attempted to do mine <laughs> and uh, and some of the ones that like I needed to be facing front on fine and then when I needed to turn I'm out of out of shot so I'm gonna I'm probably gonna do them in two parts and just okay. move the camera but I will get on that don't worry I'm mm-hmm. You're not worried. You're probably, I've got back to the <laughs> Yeah, it's up to you. Don't worry about it. Brilliant. So I suppose before we, I, it, oh, is there anything, is there anything I haven't asked? Anything that's really important, a key fundamental thing that I have forgotten to ask? I, I think I've covered I think you've covered a lot. Yeah, I've branched off for a few things. I've, I've, I've tried my best, you know, <laughs> getting, getting better at this. Uh, um, I suppose I, I would normally if I had someone like yourself on, I would be asking kind of what, what wonderful goals are you setting for yourself for the next couple of months and mm-hmm. years and so on. Uh, I'm just feeling like at the moment, goals are very difficult <laughs> to, to set. Yeah, I think, I think goals are difficult. And I do, for the last three years, I have set sort of a, a handful or two, a couple of handfuls of goals. And as each year has passed, they've naturally um, moved away from performance-based and more into lifestyle-based goals anyway. And I think this year, even more importantly, I think because of lockdown and the whole how a whole past year has gone, goals, of course, will be more challenging to set. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't have any. So a goal for me, actually, believe it or not, is to do my own flow at least once a day. That's how MAP really originated it. It was something that I enjoyed so, so much. And I saw so much value in for my own well-being, both mentally and physically. It was something I absolutely woke up to get out of bed and do first thing before I even consider training so for me this lockdown that is my one of my personal goals um because there's never you can never do too much mobility like look how kids move around all the time they're always playing jumping crawling squatting crouching and as adults we just stop doing that and I think a huge part of feeling good in ourselves is moving more um so 
goals can be more challenging, especially if you're like CrossFit is everything to you or your sport is everything to you and that's been taken away from you. But if you readjust what you're, like you said at the start of the show, like you can still work towards that snatch goal with mobility. You can still work towards your fitness by running. Like there are always ways to work towards something you want regardless of the situation you're in. And that again is why my book would be called If We Don't Bend, We Break. You have to adjust, you have to work with what you have and mobility is something everyone can do. And I think, like you say, yes, it's a bit boring. And yes, people go, oh, I will do it every night, but they don't. Just do something. It only has to be a minute of something and it's better than nothing. Um, a quote that I started using to myself in my own training a year ago was, it has to be better than zero. Um, and as long as you're doing something, it's better than zero. So goals don't have to be big, but they just need to be doable. Make yourself do something that is achievable now. And then you will follow on with that and it will become something you're happy to do. That, that's very inspiring. And, mm -hmm. and, I, and I like that we got a second plug for the book as well, which is really good. So, <laughs> the non-existent, never to be seen book. <laughs> maybe that will be written during lockdown four. Lockdown four. <laughs> and, and you're absolutely right. I mean, I'm obviously locked down in a house with a, a seven-year-old and a almost two-year-old. And I am seeing the level of mobility between these two that it's just frustrating. Mm -hmm. you know? So my daughter would just, to relax, sit in the bottom of a squat. Like that's <laughs> exactly. the most comfortable position you can be in, right? You need to so, be your inspiration. Uh, yeah, so I, I'm going to try and out-squat her. That will be my, we'll see who your can goal. hold it <laughs> Who can hold it longer. That will be my goal. Yeah. Uh, so that, I mean, it's been absolutely wonderful having you, having you on and getting to talk about this. I look forward to... Uh, trying and, and I feel a bit like you you know part of getting you on makes me a lot more accountable for mm -hmm. for now having to do it because mm -hmm. everybody's heard me say I'm doing it so um, <laughs> exactly call me out if I'm if you don't <laughs> think I'm doing it guys ask me I'll I'll record it or something mm -hmm. I'm not very good though as you've heard with <laughs> camera positions but I'll try my best but uh if people want to find you then so it's it's maponline.co.uk mm -hmm. uh, they can find you on on Instagram, on yeah. Facebook. Do you know what? I will link everything in the description of this episode. So all you need <laughs> to do Thanks. is scroll down and you'll <laughs> find it. No one ever does, but that's all you need to do. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Hat, for, for coming on. I really appreciate that. Thank you everyone for listening and hopefully I'll be joining you all on this wonderful mobility journey that we can take together. Thank um, you so much.